welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome back. I am so glad that you're here for today's episode. We're going to talk about womanist healing. And before we get into that, we have vows to read for those who are new to the Homecoming Podcast. You can email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com with vows to yourself. Before we think about making vows to another, there are some promises that we need to commit to for ourselves, our healing, our wellness, and our homecoming. And today I have permission to share vows from Genevieve Thomas. And Genevieve wrote to herself, Thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for loving me in spite of me getting in the way. Thank you for loving me when I felt most unlovable. Thank you for always remembering my wonderful attributes when all I could do was dwell on my shortcomings. I love the woman you are becoming, strong, confident, and free. Free to live, free to love, and free to be. I vow to you that I will fall in love with you every day, no matter what the world may tell me. I vow to not let experiences that I go through change the way I view you. I will keep you sacred and safe. I love you. Genevieve, those are beautiful and so important. I thank you for sharing them with us. And it really is in alignment with what I'm going to be sharing on today. Because as you said, the world will tell us all kinds of lies about ourselves. The world will speak to us or treat us as if we are less. And we have to be committed to speaking the truth of our worth our value, our wisdom, our beauty, our growth, our strength, our possibility. We have to speak it to ourselves even when the world is telling us lies. So thank you, Genevieve, for that. All right, you all, today we are focused as we are coming home to ourselves to womanist approaches to healing. And womanist approaches, womanist psychology is birthed out of the experiences of Black women. And it is Black women celebrating, defining, and healing ourselves and the ways it can apply to those who are listening who are not Black women is to also think about each of the principles I will name and how they can show up in your life because there really is a significant 
wisdom that comes out of the experiences and the approaches of Black women. Many times in traditional psychology or Western psychology, people are taught about white male theorists, and there has been less attention given to the ways in which racial and ethnically marginalized communities have healed, how women have healed, and recognizing us coming out of our own experiences that we don't just have to look for ways to heal from outside of us, but to recognize ways of healing that come from within us. So some have called that uh, decolonizing psychology or indigenizing psychology. So what are the healing traditions that come from your culture that come from your community? What are the healing traditions that are consistent with who you are, that emerge from who you are? So one of the important pieces of womanist healing, which is critical to our homecoming, is self-definition. We are bombarded with all different messages about who we are, and many times those messages have been very negative and derogatory. And so when I internalize what people who despise me say about me, then that is internalized oppression. I have bought into the lie of my worthlessness. So on today, as we are starting a new year, a new season, I want to invite you to think about how do you define yourself and who told you that? Who told you that's who you are? What is it that makes you believe those things about yourself? And so in order to define myself, I have to get in touch with the me that exists beyond all the shoulds. A lot of people have put shoulds on your shoulders of who you should be and how you should be and what you should be and where you should be and how you should be. And we can drown in other people's scripts about ourselves. And I made a decision some years ago that there is no script someone can hand me for the woman I am becoming because no one has walked this particular path before. So I gave myself permission to rip up the scripts I had been handed and to get other people's words out of my mouth because many times we are speaking things that are not our truth, but the truths that other people have fed us about what we are supposed to say and what we are supposed to feel and what we are supposed to want. But for us to come home to ourselves means I am taking a fresh page, that I am reaching into my heart, into my spirit, into my mind, into my body to know what is the truth for me in this season of my life. Because the reality is even the script you wrote for yourself 10 years ago doesn't match the woman or man that you are today. That there are some times in our lives when we were living out of our truth, but now we have grown and shifted and we have to have the courage to adjust our lives to align them with the current reality of who we are. 
So some of you are on jobs that were your truth when you got there, but it is not your truth anymore. Some of you are in relationships or friendships that were your truth for a season, but now there is no room for your wings because you are out of your cocoon and the person you are dealing with has made the cocoon their residence. So from a womanist perspective, I make a decision to be aware of the messages outside of me, but to give priority to the wisdom that is within me about who in the world I am. Why? Why do you dress like that? Why do you wear your makeup like that? Why do you fix your hair like that? Is that your truth? Or is it because somebody told you that's what it needed to look like for you to be beautiful? Why do you speak in that voice? Why do you say those things? Is it your truth? Or is it because you are so hungry to be accepted that you have become a character of yourself? I am excited about the freedom that comes with self-definition when we get to the place where we are unwilling to be inauthentic to ourselves. Not only is self-definition a part of womanist healing, but also an awareness of our cultural resources and cultural strengths to know that I come from a line of people who survived some incredible circumstances and the wisdom that lived in them can be alive and tapped into in me. And as you think about those who came before you. We talked about intergenerational wounds, but I want us also to be aware of intergenerational wisdom. So I pull on the wisdom, and for those who were not told the stories of your family or culture, then you have to research it so you can know what you carry, so you can know the gifts of those who came before you so that you can take your place in the line of wisdom, that there are cultural resources and cultural strengths that we carry, that we do not have to create it all from scratch. And we pull those stories out of the hidden places. Many families have kept secrets and shame and silence around their stories but I want you to know that you can bring them into the light of day for yourself. So there is freedom that comes from truth-telling, that comes from our stories, even the stories that we feel did not end well. There is something to be gained from those parables. There is something to be gained from understanding those pits. There is something to be gained by looking clearly at my roots without shame. I want you to know there can be no homecoming for those who are ashamed of their roots. We cannot be at home within ourselves if at our core we are bothered by what we are connected to. I wonder if you can look at your family or cultural history with compassion. I wonder if you can look at your family and cultural history with insight. I wonder if you can look at your family and cultural history with love. So we recognize we have the capacity to define ourselves, 
to reconnect with our roots as imperfect as they are. To be connected to my roots does not mean that I have to wash over it and put everything on a pedestal. There are some dirty situations, there are some muddy situations that our families crawled through. And I can even look at that with compassion, with wisdom, and with love. Another part of womanist healing is recognizing the realities of oppression and trauma in our lives. That I make a decision to heal means I cannot live in denial. And some of us are mad at ourselves about things which are really just the outgrowth of what you went through. So what is it like for someone to mistreat me and then the symptom of that I judge myself about? It requires the grace of seeing the fullness of my story, especially the parts of my experience that I have denied because I didn't want to quote unquote make excuses or I didn't want to uh, have a victim mindset or I didn't want to give that any power. I want you to know ignoring trauma and oppression is not empowerment it is denial, and we cannot heal what we will not acknowledge. So from a place of womanist healing, I come to see the truth of what I have lived through and what I am living with now, that it is not playing the victim to acknowledge the truth. It is confronting those places so that I can heal and grow and eventually thrive. But I cannot do any of those with my eyes closed. Can you dare? Can you dare to tell yourself the truth today about what you live through without minimizing it, without dismissing it? Can you tell yourself the truth today about what was done to you? Can you name it on today? What are you a survivor of? Are you a survivor of physical child abuse? A survivor of molestation? A survivor of intimate partner violence? A survivor of racism? A survivor of classism and poverty? What have you survived? The, did you survive growing up in a toxic household? Were you raised by those who were struggling with addiction? What have you survived and how has oppression continue to show up in your life? What is the sexism, racism, heterosexism, classism that exists in your place of work, that exists in your family? How does it show up for you and how have you been affected by it? Can you tell yourself the truth on today? Because that is the beginning of your healing and your homecoming. That will allow you to have more compassion for yourself because I understand why I am like this. I come out of judgment and I can look at it with compassion. Why do I relate like this? Why do I live like this? How did I end up here? Yes? And the way that you ended up where you are was not solely your doing. 
Our lives are interrelated and affected by each other, both individually and systemically. So I recognize the truth of that. And when I recognize the truth of it, it doesn't mean that's the end of my story. It doesn't mean I give up my power. It is only I recognize I am not the only power walking around the planet, right? So I am not without agency, and yet there are other people and systems that have agency, power, authority as well. And I have to see all of that clearly so I know how to navigate going forward with compassion. Another aspect of womanist healing is community. And so to heal from a womanist perspective is to come out of isolation. And some of us who are listening are not in physical isolation, but emotional isolation. So you may be around people, but you don't give them the opportunity to know you. You may be around people, but you don't share honestly. That when people say, how are you? You say, fine, and how are you? Blessed, and how are you? And you keep a smile plastered on in all places and in all times. And I want you to know that is not community. That is coexisting. That I am existing around other people, but I remain unknown and unknowable. But as I come home to myself, I open up my heart, my space, my time, my energy for relationship, for friendship, for kindness, for love. I lay down my armor so that I don't have to fight everybody all the time. That is what it means to heal from a womanist perspective is I learn how to live in community with others, in relationships that are not false and in relationships that are not one-sided, where there is mutuality, where there is reciprocity, where there is care, and where I am known and where I know the other. Can you commit going into this new season to take yourself out of isolation? Can you commit in this season to cultivating and creating some real relationships where there can be trust and transparency? That is a part of our homecoming. Because if I am only at home with myself, when I am by myself, then I remain unhealed. When I heal, I can be in the presence of others and not lose myself. Yes. Another aspect of womanist healing is the expressive arts. A tool for healing is connecting with our artistry and our creativity. Many of us have been blocked You have been living off of other people's template, off of other people's script, and we have lost the wonder and the awe of our own creativity because somebody told you that you can't sing, that you can't dance, because somebody told you that poems don't make money, that we have resigned ourselves, talked ourselves, been locked out of our creativity but I want you to know that there is healing in your artistry. There is healing in your capacity to create and to look at the world in yourself through new eyes. And so poet, come home to yourself and begin to write again. 
storyteller, come home to yourself and begin to tell your stories again. Dancer, come home to your body and begin to dance again. Singer, and I'm not just talking to professional singers. All of us have within us creative expression. Come home to yourself and start to sing again. Visual artists, go get your supplies. I know it's been a long time, but it's time for you to make room for your art again. And there are also other forms of artistry. For some of you, your hair is your artistry. Your clothing, how you dress yourself is your artistry. For some of you, the culinary arts, the way you cook and the way you present your food is your artistry. The way you decorate your home and your space, and I don't care how small your space is, that's your artistry. Create sanctuary where you live so that when you walk into your room, your room speaks back to you, welcome home. So create a space out of your own imagination that is a sanctuary for you. As we get into our creativity, we heal. And then we also recognize a critical part of womanist healing is our spirituality. I want to separate for you your spiritual and religious walk from other people's brokenness and failure. Many times we have resigned those areas of our lives because we have been disappointed by people in those spaces. And I want you to consider reclaiming your sacred life, your sacred gifts, your spiritual gifts, to tune back in to yourself as a spiritual being. When you are disconnected from your spirit, you are not at home with yourself because we may intellectualize. We can get caught up in our thoughts and overthinking. You can be in touch with your feelings. You might even be physically healthy. But if you have all of those things and are still disconnected from your spirit, you are not fully at home. And I invite you to know the truth that some of us were not cut off from that space because of what other people did. Some of us cut ourselves off because we felt unworthy, because your teaching in that space was full of judgment and condemnation. And I want you to know that those things are not true, that you are worthy of love, of care, of compassion, of spiritual abundance. And then finally, the reality is some people cut themselves off from that space because of disappointment with unanswered prayers. And I want you to know on today, I see you, I feel you, I hear you. And the spiritual path does not mean we get everything we want. The spiritual path is that the creator is present with us even when we are in our disappointment. That the creator is present with us even as we face storms that we really, really prayed would not have shown up, but here we are. So I want you to know in the fire with you, in the storm with you, in the challenge, the struggle, the shame, even in the tears with you, that spirit, Holy Spirit is present and you are not by yourself. Finally, womanist healing incorporates 
resistance, activism, voice. That means you have the capacity to not only heal yourself, but to begin to heal our environment, our families, our communities, our nations, our world. We have within us the power to shift environments. And so we are not merely passive beings and we are not only concerned with ourselves, but there is a larger world that as I heal, I bring my healing into those spaces and begin to shift the environments in our schools, in our hospitals, in our faith communities, Wherever you show up in corporate America, we certainly need some people to be a healing presence, a presence of peace walking through those cubicles. You are very much needed and you have the power, you have the capacity as you heal. So we do our internal work and then we can have an effect on the external world. I am so excited about your healing I'm excited about this season of your life and my life. And as scripture says, it does not yet appear what we shall be. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>